we do this every freaking time something happened on this field. Everybody want to pivot and act like they, well, I didn't heard people talking about, oh, you know, just uh, the mental health of the players. And yeah, you could die. They don't even know they could die out here. We sit here and talk about this stuff every single time. Schedule remakes. How are we going to make it up? What the league feels about it? I, I don't give a damn what the league feels about it. Let's be keep it real. Why we don't talk about the stuff that matter? This young man, you want to know? You want to know how? How? What this, you need to know about him? He's 24 years old, right? He got a contract for $160,000. That's his bonus, and he earns $825,000 this year. You say, G. Bush, why are you talking about this man's money? Because guess what? He's been in the league two years. That means he's not vested. That means if he never plays another down in his life, he don't get another check for the NFL. Let's be clear about this. You got to play three to four years before you even sniff a pension. So all this heartwarming and prayers and condolences don't do nothing for that boy's mom that, that got to go home, look at her son, and he might need extensive care for the rest of his life. And you know what the NFL will tell you? Well, you know, um, you know we'll, we'll look out for the people like him. No, you won't. No, you won't. Let's talk about the disability policy for the NFL, right? They moved it from $22,000 a month to 4,000 in the last collective bargaining agreement. Did you know that the NFL has a private board that reviews all aspects with their doctors and with, and with their neurologists and their specialists? They can deny benefits even if Social Security deems you to be permanently disabled, the league can come back and then say, you know, the national go the government is a, you know, they're, they're experts, but let's take it over so we don't pay anything out. Only 15% get approved by Social Security. The league says that number should be lower. Get that 15% of the people who apply for disability in this country. I know I was a, I was a disability expert. It's very low. I submitted over almost 250,000 applications in one year, one time. I know. Since the CTE settlement, only six and a half percent of the settlement has been paid according to the admin's website. I looked it up yesterday. And 60% of the claims have a qualifying diagnosis but have not been paid. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. The, they're also moving the pension. And that pension, he got to make it to 55. He's 24. And they've moved that between 3,000. They moved it down to 3,000 when it was 5,600 a month. And the last stat that you should know about is the Bills owner, Terry Pagula, owns the Sabres as well as, as well as the Buffalo Bills, and his net worth is $6.7 billion. My question to you is, NFL, when, you, when, when do salaries become guaranteed? If you know these young men are going out there and they could die on that football field, I don't give a damn what your thoughts and prayers are. Do the right thing. I just heard Aditi say it seven times. This is a savage sport. Men are dying every week, and you covered that up during CTE, and now you want to act like you the top of the food chain because you got the CPR people on the field all the time? That's the least you should do. You're not gonna pay that man's you, you you're not gonna pay that man's tuition for his kids. You're not gonna give him no disability money. You don't do nothing. All you do is collect them big checks, and we go play fantasy footballs. And I hear these dudes' thoughts and prayers for a whole damn two hours. Y'all don't care about them kids.
these young black kids is putting on the line and you telling them what they put on the line ain't worth it because it, you know why? Because you don't want to pay for somebody that's broken and battered and can't take care of themselves because it costs you money. YFM is back again. Big homie Wayne, he had a little bit of agreements, man. And I kind of oh, respect his opinion. So, you know, it's kind of like us both. But we played the video. Y'all saw that video, a little clip of that video before we got started. Uh, you can hear it on audio. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. But we're still talking about that uh, Damar, uh, what's the boy's last name? Hamlin uh, situation yep, yep. where he, you know, is right now in critical condition in the hospital after playing a football game, passing on the field. There's some more information that's getting shared and people are sharing their opinions. And uh, one of my favorite pundits on Cleveland football and basketball, and just Cleveland sports in general, G. Bush, shared his opinion that we shared with y'all. So, Wayne, I'm going to just go ahead and give it to you because you're the one that shared this with me from Twitter. So how do you yeah. feel about this, bro? So, uh, man, and I want to preface this saying it because I don't want anybody to you know, get the wrong idea of what I'm trying to say or that I don't care about this dude and that I won't, I don't want best for his family because I do. I want best for him as well, you know? So I just don't want to get this misconstrued, man. I, if, if the NFL wants to pay this dude $10 million, you know, to for him and his family, for him to never play it again, for, for everything that happened, just to take care of him and his family, I'm cool with that. <clears throat> don't have a problem with that. My issue here is that this is something that we were speaking about before, fearless, me, Fearless, and, and someone else that we're speaking with in the podcast world. His name is Kyle. But it's something called uh, personal responsibility. And so so you said G. Bush, what he was saying, I understand what he was saying. <clears throat> but it got to me a little bit because there was still no personal responsibility involved. My thing is, football is the roughest, toughest sport that there is. You know what I mean? So... You have to know going in when you're in, when you're playing your whole life. You're playing Pop Warner. You're playing uh, high school, college, and you get to the big times, man. You have to understand, man. Them hits are gonna come, and it's tough. And you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna break a leg. You're gonna hurt uh, a fucking uh, your eardrum go bust. Whatever the case may be, you know what I mean. But you have to be prepared for that. You, I'm sure you know that you're supposed to have insurance. So I'm pretty sure playing football that you have insurance as well. My thing is though, you have someone like G. Bush complaining saying that the NFL should do more. I'm not against them doing more, but what about the, the the actual player? Like, what are they doing to set their life up? You know what I mean? And I understand what he was saying, that the, uh, he may not be vested in just yet. But from what also he was saying, they only get pennies on a dollar anyway once they are vested, you know? But my thing is, you know, when do we, you know, I don't want to say blame, but for lack of a better word, blame the player for playing the sport. That's one thing that we're not talking about. You know, when people get signed on, they get their big contract, they're all happy, the family's all happy, we're all happy for them and everything. That's wonderful. But no one's thinking about when this person gets hurt. When these situations like this happen, you're supposed to have something in place. And this makes me go back to that broke episode on 30 for 30, where it's like, you know, we're watching this and we're like, look at these crazy niggas blowing all their money. You got Andre Ryzen talking about he had $80,000 just lying around in his pocket and, you know, just they pretty much just throwing money away, losing money that they absolutely could have had now if they played their cards right. And I was talking to Fearless, too. This is one of those things that happened in wrestling as well. You know, I'm a pro wrestling fan. Is that they want the companies, the, the NFLs and the WWEs or whatever, to pay these uh, athletes 
after they get done or if they get hurt and can't wrestle anymore. And my thing is, I don't feel like it's their responsibility. If they want to do it out of the kindness of their heart, cool. But it shouldn't be made shame like like G. Bush was talking about, bad business practices or whatever the case is. They, you shouldn't have to come down on them like that because if they want to do it, then that's fine. But if they don't, but also, what, what about the player? Like, wh- how much money do they have saved up for the future? You know what I mean? I, and I know this is a different situation with this guy because, you know, he passed away. And I, and I, I really feel like it's, you know, he, he's probably not going to make it because it's really a really bad injury for what I'm hearing and for what Fearless has told me as well. But I just feel like for that tirade that the guy put on, I don't think it was really necessary. It's just like you're trying to go to bat for the guy and you're coming down on the NFL and it's not really their fault. And, and, and I always go back to say, what would you do in that situation? You know, if you were Roger Goodell, like how would you handle the situation? You think that you would, um, you know, cancel the show or, or you know, stop the, uh, uh, the, the, um, the game and then, you know, try to reschedule it later. But you don't know what you would do for sure. You know what you do when you're back against the wall. When people are pressuring you, you'd probably do it. But if it was just made up to you, you don't know what you do, you know? And this kind of brings into effect like Owen Hart, the Owen Hart situation. He's a wrestler who died years ago. He fell at, you know, hit his head on a turnbuckle from, you know, he was flying in the sky and fell down and he passed away. And Vince McMahon had the show going. He finished out the pay-per-view and everybody is just so mad and upset about him about that. But that's my issue. It's like, when do we have personal responsibility, man. And Phyllis, what do you you think, man? How do you feel? Because I know I may seem a little insensitive, um, but I I, I don't know. Just for the attitudes and people getting so angry about it, I just feel like we're not talking about the game, the player at hand, you know? So this is what I would say. First of all, I understand his frustration, certainly G. Bush being a heck of a football fan, uh, loving football. But there's also a lot of personal responsibility when it comes to, you know, your own personal health. And I just look at it from the simple point that, for one, the collective bargaining agreement, that's something that you need to fight for. And that's something that us as workers are all fighting for right now. We're fighting for better wages, more equality, more freedom, more work from home opportunities. So the whole world is fighting for that. So the collective bargaining agreement has to be fought for. And you cannot blame a business for being a business. Mm -hmm. So it's up to the players to bargain for those things. And this is a good point that like, look, you can die out there. So you need to get more money for your pension. You need to be able to get vested earlier. You need to make sure that there is a medical program that covers so much more of any possible injuries. If you have an injury that's basically going to take your life, you need to be had that covered 24-7. There is no reason why you should have to go ahead and go out there and risk your life and then risk, you know, being permanently disabled and not having no help from the company that you work for. Because most companies, when they have you working dangerous type of jobs like that, they have that. But all of those things I'm talking about, they have to be collective bargained for. But people that play in the NFL, 80% of them come from broken homes, lesser opportunities, we all know this. So they don't understand that. They're not looking at it. They're not futurists. So blaming the NFL to me is you just passing the buck to somebody else. This is on the players. Right. The players right. have to negotiate better. They need to ask for more things. I think this situation is so public that they're going to just 
make sure that this guy's taken care of for the rest of his Absolutely. life if he does make it. Absolutely. But if this shit wasn't public like that, right, then what would happen? Nothing. You know? That's where personal responsibility comes in. Exactly. So mm -hmm. it's a scary situation. I feel, I think it was good to shed the light on that. And I think he was really mad at all the outpouring that he's seeing on Twitter for people that you don't think that nobody really gives a fuck about, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like nobody, like you you said previously before we started recording, nobody knew who this dude was. Like his charity got $250,000, you know, to support the children. That's awesome. Now it's up yeah. to like $6 million. Mm -hmm. Like, man, that's great, but it shouldn't take a situation where somebody had to die for us to actually care about shit. Exactly, exactly. And that's exactly where we are. That's human nature, though. Like, we don't give a fuck until it's something that we can get credit for for posting about or for us to be like, you know, hey, this is a cause that we all need to get behind, but it has to always be something that's really messed up that happens. And we kind of talked about that on our Shannon uh, Shaquit, you know, Undisputed episode that we mm -hmm. dropped today, available on YouTube Which, and on our yep. podcast. You already know. on my mouth. You got it. Right? So we talked about that there. And I feel like that's what G. Bush was also talking about, is like the fakeness that he's seeing. This fake outrage. But it's like, motherfucker, once he wakes up, if he wakes up, y'all ain't going to give a fuck. You're going to move on to the next story. Exactly. Exactly. And it's so much shit that this guy has to worry about. And the NFL should be held accountable for them trying to skate on certain things that they should pay, like CTE. That, to me, I feel like it's something that they should pay for. The only reason why is because they lied to the players about concussions. If they would have kept it a buck and then it's your choice, I'm pretty sure every other football player would have went out there and still played. Mm -hmm. But Wayne, you know that since that shit became, you know, public, it's been a lot of NFL players that's quit after like four or five years. They got vested no. and they just left. Yes, it's been a ton mm -hmm. of them that's quit. Like, yo, I already had one or two concussions. I'm mm -hmm. leaving the sport. Yeah. So they, they you See, know, they didn't know though until now. So. Well, good for them for reason that. Good, good for them for realizing that. Um, and uh, go back to what you said earlier. Um. I feel like this is one of those things that should open up everybody's eyes, especially yep. the players. Like, you see something like this happen, you'd be like, damn, man. Yo, Shit, let me no put joke. away. Let me, yes. I, I just got 20 million. Let me put 15 away. Yeah, Yo, let me just put ball off of this. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this is this is, this is is huge, man. I, this dude just passed away off. I, again, I'm looking at the hit, and I'm like, damn, man, it didn't look that bad. But shit, obviously it was, you know? And let's, let's, so, do, let's do a quick calculation, Wayne. So let's say okay. that, because uh, he did some calculations, let's do one as well. So let's say that you are an NFL player and like, uh, let's use Shannon Sharp as an example. You retire at the age of 35, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's say that the average black African-American lives to the age of 75, okay? So that's 45 years, right? So what's 45 years times, let's say the average money that an athlete could live off of after he retires, $80,000, okay? Okay. That's three million six hundred thousand yep, dollars for the mm -hmm. next 45 years so if you spend now that's modest that's not accounting for uh your health insurance because the nfl doesn't really cover that that much mm -hmm. you know that's not covering for any like you know unexplained phenomenons and then that's also accounting for the boy hamlin he only makes like a he makes his base salary is eight hundred thousand this is a six-round draft pick. 
So he probably would have got a bigger contract this end of this year, to be honest with you, or next year, because he plays so much. But let's just say that, like, he only made a million dollars. He ain't nowhere near that. Yeah. Now, let's account for medical expenses. Let's say now he needs 150000 a year because of medical expenses, depending on what happened to the bull. So if you take $150,000 times 45, that's double, yep. basically. So that's seven million. That's not accounting for inflation, taxes, or none of that shit. Because you still got to pay taxes on that money eventually. You know what I'm saying? Right. A state, okay. That's not counting a whole bunch of other shit. House repairs, just normal life stuff. You know what I mean? That's no entertainment. And that, and then that also decreases the amount of kids you have. So let's say he has a normal Bro. family, three kids. It's a lot. You... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But my point is, is that as people, certainly people in the NFL, we have to do two things, in my opinion. One, collective bargain for more, for more rights, for more uh, help. And uh, for two, do what G. Bush did and shed the light on stuff like CTE and how they're not trying to allow people to get their money. But also, we have to have that personal responsibility that when you get paid, you got to invest it and save it as best you can. And don't blow right. it. Because most so, NFL players go broke within uh, four years after they're retiring. And, and here's my thing. Let me go back to what you're saying. Um, <clears throat> you're saying, with your calculations, but modestly, you would live $80,000 a year. That's modest as fuck. That's for modest. NFL yes. player. <laughs> um, but like I said, we do that all the time. Us non-NFL players. Oh, yeah. we, we do that yeah. shit all the time. That's without $3.6 million or $6 million in savings. We do that shit $80,000 a year. And that could be between two people. You know, mm -hmm. so we do that shit, bro. So it's not impossible. But if you want to live high on the hog, then that's your ass, bro. And I can't feel sorry for that, man. Like, I'm sorry that you got put in that situation where, you know, you lost your money, you spent your money or whatever the case is, you know. But really, like, this is it, in this example where you said 80000 That should be more than enough, man. You don't need, like, a big-ass 19-room mansion unless you have, like, 40 million, 50 million, unless you're out there making Tom Brady numbers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, so, yeah, you need to go ahead and get you a nice little four-bedroom house, man, get you two Toyotas and call it a day, man, and just be lucky that you're walking every day. There's always an excuse behind, like, you know, oh, you don't know the pain that I go through or, oh, you know, the, the, the family that I have. Bro, it's always millionaires talking about, you know, I, yeah, I need this endorsement or this or that to feed my family and shit. I'm like, that means you're wasting all your money, kid. You know what I mean? I kind of feel like, you know, you're just kind of wasting everything, bro. <clears throat> and then there's a, um, mm -hmm. are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm yeah. here. I hear you. And then there's just the, um, yeah, so I can't really feel like so, so sorry for that, man, because I, I mean, we're doing it just fine, bro. Not just fine, but you know, you know, we're doing it. We were playing it a little bit, but we got it covered, you know? So yeah, no, nah, man, there's just so many other things to, 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 to consider outside of him just making, like, the 800000 base salary or, you know, uh, how he's going to feed his kids and shit like that. Like, I don't I don't know. Want to do something? And if, if if the NFL wants to do something, cool, man. But they shouldn't be held like a gun to their head saying, what you going to do for this guy because of the court of public opinion? That's not right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mm. think that that's exactly what's going to happen. And I mm. feel like this is going to change the NFL forever. This event, because there's nothing else going on really in the world. I mean, we have a whole war going on. Niggas don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, I mean, that, that right. crazy-ass psycho Miller, that psycho killer just got off, or I'm, excuse mm -hmm. me, just got locked up, and nobody gives a shit. 
So, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, it's a lot of other shit that's going on, pimp. And, uh, yeah, you don't really see a lot going on about that. Right. So that's right. that. Now, now, and let me jump in real quick. Another thing that kind of pissed me off about this whole situation, and, and again, I, I understand how some people may, you know, hear this and think that I'm being insensitive, and I'm really trying not to be. You know, I, I want this guy to to uh, to be healthy all over again. I don't want anything that bad to happen to him or his family, you know? Mm-hmm. So my thing is about it is is another thing that pissed me off is the whole situation with Skip, Skip Bayless, and how nobody understands what Skip is saying. So I'm taking that situation about what Skip is saying and and kind of adding it on to this. And I'm I, you know, I'm just making it to where it's like, you know, everybody's opinion is <clears throat> excuse me, is of this. You know, it's uh uh the, what are you gonna do next, NFL? What are you gonna do, Bills? Like what and then you get mad at someone like Skip for saying something that you just didn't quite understand because the only words that you recognize is is pray, is prayer. And he didn't say I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying for these for his kids, I'm praying for him. He just was like, yo, none of this football stuff seems irrelevant. Or it seems irrelevant right now. And y'all took it the wrong way because he didn't use the same verbiage that y'all do. And I, I'm just putting all this together, and I'm really hating this whole situation. For this guy, you know what I mean, because it is about him, and if he's gonna uh, if he's gonna live or not. But then everybody else is just making this about them and all their little shitty ass emotions and everything. And, and I don't know, I don't know, bro. I just kind of when I heard that, I was just like, yo, I'm really kind of tired of it. Yeah, I understand, man. I think that um, this uh, situation is bringing up a lot of shit. It's really sad that, uh, you know, he's in a hospital bed and can't even, you know, kind of talk about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's real mm-hmm. fucked up. But I will definitely say that we just have to ensure that we're being sensitive enough to understand that it's a big chance that this dude won't survive. Yeah. And uh, we need to all just start kind of being mad at each other. And just saying this is a fucked up situation and none of us really know how to handle it. And if we can have a little bit of humility, maybe we can seem to be like better people instead of being, you know, jerks and just trying to make sure that we're correct. Because there's a lot of motherfuckers that um, are affected by this, but his family is the biggest one. They're the ones that's going to deal with this shit forever. Like once we forget about this dude and NFL resumes this Sunday, you know, it's gonna change. We we're not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. Like straight up. Like he's gonna disappear from the news. And it's fucked up, but it's the truth. So basically, sum it up. Collective bargaining, gotta have it. Personal responsibility, gotta save your money. And also, um, if the NFL wanna help him, that's their choice. But they are a company. And companies at the end of the day really doesn't have too much responsibility. And if you don't like that shit, stop watching the f- football and say, fuck them. Uh, the Rock got a new football lead that's coming out. And the XFL starting February. Watch that shit. Right. Straight up. Like, you watch that shit, you be straight. You get all the bullshit you want. So that's just what it is, man. Unfortunately, we can't control what these people do with their money and what they do with their pockets. So if you're an NFL player, man, and you happen to listen to this, get your fucking money. Save it as much as you can. And uh, understand that uh, they're not going to give you anything. So don't even, you know, really try to get it. Because they're not going to give you a goddamn dollar. At all. And that's as real <clears throat> as a motherfucking... And you, should, you, and you shouldn't expect it either. You know? Nope. Yeah. You really shouldn't. Motherfuckers are going to fight you too for now. That's the real world. Niggas ain't trying to give you shit. 
like straight up. So the more, the less you expect, the better you probably off. You probably are off, which is fucked mm-hmm. up, but it's the truth. Like you got to prepare for that shit. And we as a society are not personally responsible for fucking dick. Right. <laughs> and it's insane, bro. It's insane. We just not. So the better we are at that, the more responsibility we take, the more we'll be prepared for everything. Yeah. I agree with you. So, fucked up situation still, man. Real fucked up situation. But, um, yeah, man. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for checking this out, hearing, you know, our opinions on everything. You know, make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. And also, uh, please uh, let us know what you think, man. Let us know what you think about this, uh, about this situation, about what G. Bush said. Uh, I love G. Bush. I just feel like what he was saying, though, kind of is like putting the blame on somebody else. Wayne, you got any lasting or ending thoughts, man? Uh, the only thoughts I have is, you know, uh, everybody who's listening to this and is a fan of the YF Film Podcast, please understand that I'm not as uh, disgusting of a person. I probably just made myself out to be. <laughs> <laughs> He's a piece um, of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not that bad, I promise, yo. But no, nah, it's just... um. Yeah, man, I, I just wanted to vent, uh, you know, about the situation. And, and, you know, I wanted to know if anybody else had the same feeling that I feel, you know. Uh, I hope everything turns out great for Damar. I hope they, you know, give, I want him to get everything that he deserved and his family deserves for the situation that they're in. I really, really do. I just, it, it really wasn't nothing about him. It was more so about, you know, what are we all doing? What are the players doing to make sure that they um are good for the future, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's very, very, very important. So, all right, man, YFM, thank y'all, man. Make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe. Let's go ahead and say peace to the people, bro. All right, peace, y'all. Peace and love. All right, we out.